Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You spot a fire ahead on the road. Somehow by walking, we've caught up to the caravan. But we only see five wagons. Yes. A couple are sitting at odd angles. As you're swinging around past the camp, you notice recent tracks from a wagon. We follow those tracks. You can see several canvas tents. You also see one wagon. Should we just uh, attack them on sight? Three, two, one, shoot. And I fire a crossbow. I will firebolt one of the humans I can see. I loose my first arrow. We're under attack. There's one over there. And then he rushes off towards one of the tents. And I reach out and I cast Spike Growth. Let's see if these things work, shall we? And I rev up my gnomish rocket wheel boots. As he looses the arrow, there's a lightning bolt connecting you and his bow. I want that bow. Guys, I don't think they're innocent anymore. Our moral barometer just swung back in the other direction, my friends. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to turn around and try to talk to him, but not anymore. <laughs> that occurrence has made your position obvious to the one who couldn't see you before, so he now lowers his crossbow and takes a shot. Given that your hair is now spiked out and smoking. <laughs> <laughs> a little more obvious. Uh, but he misses. Phew. You can hear some more activity from some of the tents, so it no! sounds like there are more of them that are still getting ready. Oh, man. Oh, no. And we're back to Shava. Okay, I'm 150 feet away, so I'm going to move up 30 feet. So I'm going to be 120. Stripey is now still 90, where he ended his last turn. Uh, what is running out into the woods toward him slash me, if anything? Uh, one of the dogs is going towards Aslo, and the one with the lightning bow moved a little bit towards him, but stopped when he was still pretty close to the camp. Mm. And then there's also the one that's closer to Tokus, where he came out of the tent. And there's one standing inside the spike growth, not moving around, who took the shot at Aslo. Uh, and there's the one crouching by the fire. Okay, right. So there's two that are inside the spike growth, one that is by the fire and the other that went over and kicked the dog, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's awful. Kick dogs? Yeah, so these are not good people. They kick yeah. dogs that we're about to kill. <laughs> I want to murder them even more now <laughs> yeah. to make up for the animal abuse. You already killed one of their dogs. <laughs> yes, we did. I did. So I cannot mark because spike growth is concentration, so I'm going to hold it up for now. I'm going to, like I said, move up 30 feet, and then I'm trying to decide who to shoot at. Your range is 150 feet? Yeah. I guess everyone's in close range except for the dog that ran out. Okay. Should I hit that lightning bolt bow, dude? I'm really interested in that bow, but I'm also interested in killing the one who owns it so that I can own it. <laughs> that sounds like something a bandit would say. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> True. these guys are bandits, so we can make concessions. It makes it okay. Yeah, it makes it okay when they're bad people. All right, I'm going to try to shoot that guy. Uh, 16 to hit. 16 does hit. All right. No hunter's mark, so seven damage. And I will be done. I'm now 120 feet away from the center of camp, and 30 feet behind Stripes. Eslo, there are three people who seem to be trying to attack you at the moment, and one by the fire. All right. I think this is my best play. So I'm going to walk another five feet forward, and then I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern over the camp. Hmm. All so, right. 120 feet, 30-foot hmm. cube. Uh, each creature 
in the 30-foot cube makes a wisdom save if they can see the pattern in the air. And on a fail, they become charmed for the duration and incapacitated. We're finally beginning to incorporate some real AOE. It's <laughs> yeah. exciting. It's amazing. It We're doing the things. Spell save DC is 16. It's a formidable spell save DC. <laughs> DC 16 wisdom saves for everyone. Saves for everyone. You get a save. You get a save. <laughs> At least everyone outside total cover blocks spells. So anyone inside a tent isn't affected until they step out. Right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Which they're, I mean, but they're about to, presumably. They're, they're going to step out and get their feet spiked up, and then they're going to look up and be like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! That's the hope. But which spell takes effect first? Mm. Do they see the pattern and then get broken free as they step into the spikes, or do they... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I exit a tent, I look down at my feet, so I, I imagine they get spiked, <laughs> then they look up. Yeah, Brian, you put your spell onto the stack first. And I will yeah. follow. Exactly. <laughs> that's how that's how this works, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this might not actually be a good combo, but I'm hoping Thane doesn't see what I think. Then don't say anything. I know. Yeah, don't give it away. <laughs> so this is excluding the dog that's running towards you, and it's on the camp, right? Yes. Alright. All three of the ones that were attacking you seem to be entranced by this pattern. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, dude. So oh, they've we got won. Pops in their eyes. So <laughs> wee, 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 wee. <laughs> wow, do they start drooling? <laughs> they stand there staring off into space with vacant expression. As is like trusting me. <laughs> Stripey. Stripey runs. I, I got your reference, by the way, Shaba. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> um Stripey's going to run. Uh, is he within 60 feet of anything or anybody that's attackable? I don't think so. He's 90 feet, so he'll just move up 30 feet so that he will be within... Yeah, so he's just past the edge of camp. Yeah. Just outside. Probably next to all the horses. Okay. Will he be within movement range of somebody next turn if he goes up, or does he have to go up a little further than that? Like, he wants to basically get down and get ready to pounce. Yeah, he could get around to the one that's on... Tokus's side. To the dog kicker? No, to the one that ran in and out of the tent. Oh, okay. Alright. Yeah, so he'll, he'll like, go up, even if he has to go further than one move to get close enough to him to pounce next turn. So how, how far is that, just so I know and I can keep track of it? Well, he's about 30 feet from the center of camp, and since it's a triangle between the center of camp and the other guy he's running towards, say he's about 25 feet from him or so. Okay. Alright, cool. Stripey's done. Tokus. If I full move with my long strider, how far away am I from camp? Single move would put you at 90 feet. 90 feet is perfect. Thank you very much. We're good with that. <laughs> um, so are there any folks like still inside of the camp, therefore the spike growth? Yes, two. Two guys are inside the spike growth right now. Is one of them the bow guy? No. No. Uh, is one of them the one that we shot earlier at the very beginning? Soup guy. <laughs> the soup bandit. Soup guy, yes. He is inside the spike growth. All right. I'm going to target soup guy as I'm blading up to him. Or rolling. Although you don't know that there's a spike growth at all. I That's true. don't know about it, so hopefully I'm not going to roll over it. Um, so as I'm rolling up to them, I'm going to hex soup guy. <laughs> if I hex him for wisdom, does that affect the spike growth? That affects his save against the spike growth. Would it? Well, no, because he actually does Never mind. He already sees it, so it doesn't matter. He, it, there's no save that he needs to make. He already knows it's there. 
Yeah. Oh, is that so? That's the wisdom check is to reveal. Is spikes, to know. Right? Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. if you didn't see it happen, then if you walk out, then you make a wisdom check to look at it. Okay. Well, I'll do my hex thing again. I will hex him for strength. Okay. And I'm gonna try to blast him with my super powered fire. Yeah. So I'm gonna let loose one of these souped up fire vials. Fifteen. Hold on. Incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions. Can they still move? Uh, move is not an action, right? Hmm. Does hypnotic pattern specifically prevent moving? I mean, maybe they stumble around into the spike group. <laughs> On a failed save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration. While charmed, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. Has a speed of zero. That's the ticket. So they did answer that question. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> Does a 15 hit? 15 hits. Sweet. All right, here comes the damage. Oh. 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 <laughs> 23 mm-hmm. damage total. Wow. 2d10, what? and I rolled a 6 on the hex. From your firebolt? Pl- Wait, okay, so literally, so as you get to 5th level, your firebolt gets 2 dice two D instead of 1. 2d10. 2d10 is at 5th level for firebolt. And you have the gauntlets of overstrength. You have gone from, like, the weakest damage dealer to, like, <laughs> the highest damage dealer in the party in one level. Maybe. No, I actually don't think that's a maybe. I think that is fairly certain. Well, I've been the underdog for long enough, and usually in most epic fantasy tales, the underdog is ultimately the one that learns how to go Super Saiyan later in the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. So That is true. It's just science, really. And Thane was so kind to have me discover these gauntlets. Mm. I am Goku. You are the hero's <laughs> journey, Tokus. <laughs> So your firebolt bursts into this raging blaze as it strikes him, and that knocks him out of his stupor, but he is still alive. Oh, oh. impressive. Standing, and now turns and spots you off in the woods. Yep, that was me. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> Eat that. That's what I said when I shot it off. It is the dog's turn, which makes a run for Aslo. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't want to have to kill you, dog. <laughs> and your AC is one higher than what I rolled. Oh, phew. <laughs> so it just misses and you dodge out of the way as it tries to bite. And then looping back around to the top. That guy is dazed. That guy is dazed. I like how this is going so far. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep him coming. One guy steps out of the tent and is also dazed. <laughs> so the one that Tokus attacked turns and spots you and lowers his crossbow in your direction. And that is a hit. Despite your armor. Despite my shield, too. Uh, it does five points of damage with his crossbow bolt. Take it. At this point, the rest of the crew emerges from the tents. And there's a cacophony of AoE effects. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool, guys. We have area of effect. I know. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, dude. It's almost like we're good at D&D or something. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Well, right. It's almost like that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to how we used to fight, this is yeah. This is actually not going as terribly as I thought. How, how many came out of the tent? You see seven of them step outside. Oh, wow. Four of them walk into the spikes. All right. So I guess you can roll the damage there. Okay. Uh, the other three exit on the opposite side of their tents and are outside of the area. First one takes max. Eight. Nice. Then four. Then five. Then six. It's a healthy spike growth hit. 
just it's doing its work, doing its job. <laughs> it's too bad that it's concentration, but I could see like when there, yeah, when there's multiple enemies, it makes sense for you to spike growth if there's singular. Yeah. And again, that's if they move five feet. If they continue to move after that five feet, they're going to continue to take 2d4 every square. Yeah, it can deal a lot of damage, especially if I get up in there and I start like lightning lowering them around. <laughs> I'll just like, <laughs> it's like all I'll do, because that's an extra free, potentially, I'm, I can move them up to 15 feet. Yeah. So right. that could be uh, uh, potentially three free spike growth drags. Mm-hmm. Combo. Think about it, Java. Combo. C-c-c-c-combo breaker. Okay. Sorry. I wasn't anticipating this many active effects on the field at once. It's almost <laughs> like you could benefit from a versatile initiative tracker. Yeah. <laughs> do you know of any, Jay, by any chance? No, I, I do not. Yeah. What, if only someone would take the time to use their coding skills to build <laughs> something <laughs> for dungeon masters that just they just have too much to manage in a combat. Yeah, things that can do, like, combatant groups so that, like, a bunch of stuff, like bandits, who all go on the same initiative, can have their hit points tracked separately. Yeah, but nothing like that exists, Jay. So (laughs) we're just left with our paper (laughs) and our caveman technology. That's right. (laughs) Yep, our little notepads and, yeah, paper. It's very, very unfortunate. It would be great if something like that existed. Unfortunately, it does not. (laughs) Until... (laughs) But wait... There's Action Captain. There's Action Captain. What's Action Captain, Jay? That sounds exciting. Uh, It's a versatile initiative tracker for 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons that lets you keep track of all the conditions, the combatants, their hit points, their stats, their attacks, everything you could possibly need as a Dungeon Master to manage complex combat situations like this one. Wow. That sounds like an innovative solution to a complex problem to me. It does. It's almost like taking the AAA team to the real world. <laughs> How do I get this action captain? Well, you can go to trovetokens.com slash track. Tokus, it's very easy. And then you're, you're there. <laughs> I'm going to go there right now. <laughs> but, but, but Sean, you're, you're DMing our other campaign right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am not currently using your special program. Well, Jay's just going to have to cut that out so of the recording. Special, special program. <laughs> Unfortunate. It's just, I don't like using things while they're still works in progress and think ch- constantly changing and mm-hmm. unpredictable. Anyway, with my staggering series of roles here... Four of them stepped out into the spike growth. Three of them saw that it was there and ran the opposite direction. And then all but one of them got caught in the hypnotic pattern. Wow. (laughs) Man. And that one immediately looks around and sees everything that's going on with his companions and how they're all dazed. (laughs) And runs towards the guy with the lightning bow and tries to shake him awake. (laughs) No, not that guy. Lightning bow Joe... (laughs) <laughs> we need your help, man. That's Bojo, snap out Bojo. of it. Bojo. Bojo. <laughs> we need you right now. We need you like we've never needed you before. <laughs> that covers everyone's turn. So we're back to Shaba. Wow. This is a ridiculously powerful <laughs> spell. <laughs> For people with low, what is it, wisdom That's that they failed? However, it is concentration, right? So if you get hit... Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why I was cringing when the dog attacked me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shaba moves up another 30 feet, so I'm now 90 feet away from the camp, and man, how do I pick a target? Um, 
I guess the, the, the lightning bow dude is the prime target, right? Yes. The dude used his action to shake him awake, didn't you? Yeah. Or just to snap him out of it? All right, so I got I to gotta take this guy out. Okay. Uh, that's a 27 to hit. Four. Ah, uh, seven damage again. Strike him in the back with another arrow. And he turns and spots you at this point. Ha ha! It's going to be an archer's duel. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's duel this. Uh, and Stripey's not in range to attack anybody, so he cannot react to my successful bow shot. So I'm done. Aslo. I believe that I will try and hit the, the dog in front of me. That's probably best, right? Yeah, definitely. I will Take him out. drop crossbow, pull out short sword, whooshing, strike at dog. Is your sword magical because of the spell that you've just cast? Ooh, as a matter of fact, it is. It is. Yeah. (laughs) That is going to be an eight. No, sorry, a nine to hit the dog. Yikes. A nine is not going to hit. Attack a second time. I can't. What? Because I don't have my other sword out. Uh, I just had my crossbow out, dude. So, um... Dang it. I give the dog a stern look. You could whip out your other sword and hope it hits it in the face as you're <laughs> drawing it from your scabbard. <laughs> and then I cross my fingers and pass the turn. <laughs> Stripey. All right, Stripey pounces on that one dude he's been stalking for the last turn or two. He goes... Arr, arr, and goes up and bites him right on the Achilles. And he will receive a 14 to hit. 14 does not hit. Oh, ouch. Seems like he has enough presence of mind to at least dodge out of the way of something trying to attack him. Mm. Okay. All right, Stripey's done. Tokus? Give me another full move towards Stew Pot Stew. (laughs) Okay, so you're 55 feet from the middle of camp and about 25 feet from the closest targets. 25 feet from closer targets? Yeah. Okay, I really, really want to set up that lightning lure and drag them through the spike growth. Can I maximize some of those distances to do that or no? You don't know there's a spike growth. Oh, yeah. Even if you did, it's on the opposite side of the tents from where you are and where your targets uh, are. So I'd have to, like, run myself through the spike growth to then pull to them through the spike growth. Yeah. To know that it's yeah. there. That seems, like, not worth it. Well, yeah, you can make a wisdom check to see the ground and notice that it's there. Uh, that's true. At this point, you're probably close enough that you could make the check. I mean, is that gonna is that going to take away from my turn to check? No. Wisdom DC 13, so you will then know that there is a spike growth. I fail? I got an 8. Okay, yes, yeah, so you don't know. So, yes, yeah, so you don't know. So, I don't know. <laughs> can I close the distance between me and the guy that I've hexed and was attacking? Stewpot Stew? You already moved up. <laughs> do you want to run past everyone else? No, I don't want to do that. I'm just saying, like, how far away is he from me after my full move? How far away is Bojo? <laughs> you think I should go after Bojo? Not if he's not. No, just go after whoever's closest. I want to I wanna finish off the guy that I've hexed. The guy with the lightning bow and the one who ran out of the tent with him are the closest two to you. So you can see those two in Stripey, 25 feet away. And then the guy you've been attacking is off to your right and maybe 50-ish feet away. And other people have come out of the tents kind of all around the camp. Let's try to finish him off with a nice juicy fire vial. <laughs> stew pot stew. Here we go. That was a natural one. Nice. All right. Okay. I'm finished. Back to all of my turns. Yep. <laughs> Which have gotten considerably simpler. <laughs> You're welcome. So the guy with the bow shouts at the one who just woke him up to snap the other guy out of it behind him. 
And then he himself is going to turn and attack. I'm closest. Yeah. And you're wearing metal armor. I'm, I'm pretty that. threatening. That is a 23. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I might, maybe I take more damage from lightning. I dealt 23 damage. But I was the last to hit him. So he's probably going to continue focusing fire rather than splitting it up because he's smart enough to know that that is important sometimes. He is Bojo <laughs> after all. <laughs> they don't call him Bojo for nothing. <laughs> That's right. Well, he's clearly the elite fighter of their little troop here that we can tell so far. That's why he's got the big guns. Actually, seeing how close Tokus is, he decides to make a daring move and runs towards Tokus with Whoa. his bow drawn. And then places you between himself and Aslo, and then fires a oh, shot. Oh, boy, no. oh, boy. How close is he to me? He's right next to you. Ah. Doesn't that impose disadvantage? So it'll give him disadvantage. Okay. But he still hits. Ooh. And nothing you can do in response to that, right? Uh, yeah, nope. Nothing I can do. The arrow strikes you for seven points of damage, and then... Both Aslo and Tokus make dex saves. Mm. Um, I would like to use my session inspiration. Inspiration. The old inspiration. I cannot forget about that stupid lucky rabbit's foot. Oh, yeah. That's a 17 for me. I get a 9. Aslo, you take another 7 points of damage from the lightning. No! With a successful save. And Tokus, you take 14 with a failed save. I am down, guys. What? Yeah. Already? No. But you do have that periapt of stabilization, right? Oh, yeah, I do, don't I? It is on him. It's true. So you won't bleed to death, although the dog is still right there and might decide to eat you. (laughs) Man, I hope not. (sighs) Stupid dog. We were doing so well. Yeah. I know. So... There's a really big problem with Aslo going down. He's our healer? He's 25% of our attacking power? No, worse than that. <laughs> oh, boy. You can't really conk when you're conked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. That's also true. So everyone else wakes up. Uh, yeah. That's what I was getting at. Yes. So you have lost 25% of your offensive power, and they have regained 75% of theirs. Yeah, awesome. Man. The Damage Guild Podcast. An extra strength healing potion for your soul. Hello everybody, Jay here. This is a super long episode this week, so I'm going to be way shorter than usual. A, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash damageguild. Our patrons are the world's greatest people. And B, check out metallicdicegames.com. Use discount code DGP10 to get yourself 10% off an order of some sweet new dice. Have a great rest of this episode, and we'll see you in two short weeks. Love you lots. That was awkward. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. The guy with the soup takes his crossbow (laughs) bolt and tries to attack Tokus. Okay. And misses. Two other nearby guys run up to you, Tokus, and try to attack. Are they outside of the growth? Yes, these are two that were already outside. They kind of swing around. Feeling less good about this combat now. Yeah, yeah me too. Much less. One big burly looking guy comes up and takes his heavy mace and thwacks you right across the face for 13 points of damage. Ugh. The other one tries to swing a sword at you and misses. And 
those who have not yet acted take out bows or crossbows and start trying to shoot at Shaba. Hold the spike growth. I'll try. Shaba. Oh, I need to roll concentration. Ah, hmm. uh, I lose my conch. So you are hit twice with crossbow bolts. Crossbow bolts, okay. All right, I think I'm going to take those. Okay, you take eight points and five points. All right. Do I make two concentration checks? Yes, both DC 10. Oh, past both of them, luckily. So they're just standing still, not moving around. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, they all got hit by the spikes already. They're not going to run through it more mm-hmm. if they have ranged weapons. Mm. The dog comes back towards the group as one of them, the guy that woke it up initially, whistles for it. So rather than trying to eat your body, it's returning to the height. Mm. Oh, good. <laughs> well, that's good. You got to get stripey up in this somehow. Shaba. All right. I'm going to take another shot at Bojo. Ah, missed. With a nine. Stripey will take his attack as well on the dude that's ankle-biting. This time he gets a 16. That hits. All right. For 11. So he gnaws at his knees. <laughs> and angers him. The knee gnar. The guy that Stripey's attacking actually looks like he's the physically toughest of the whole bunch. Oof. He just looks like a big, strong guy. Uh, Aslo automatically is stable, or just you don't fail saves, or... Uh, I'm trying to see... Okay, you stabilize whenever you are dying at the start of your turn. Okay. That's the only relevant thing right now. So that means even if the dog was trying to eat you, it would only cause one failure each time, and then you'd stabilize and be... (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. Wow. That's a pretty solid item. Actually, I'm not sure if the failures would hold on until you wake up or not. I don't remember how that works. Mm -hmm. Well, the reason we gave it to him is because he is the healer, right? So you could stabilize and then maybe res us. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That was smart of us. (laughs) Stripey's turn. We have our moments. All right. Stripey will try to bite the dude. Oh, gosh. Going so terribly. All right. Stripey's done. Tokus? Oh, I'm going after Bojo. I can hex more than one time in a combat, can't I? You can have one active hex at a time. But I mean, I can... It, so the way that I've been playing it so far is I've always thought of it like as a separate thing, but it's not, is it? The whole magic initiate thing? Does, does that mean just adding an overcomplication to it? According to the original rules as written, the magic initiate means you can cast hex once, period, per day. Right, and I've been adhering to that, but I want to hear what you're talking about. You can always transfer it from one person to another, as long as you kill the first one and have it still active. I know, but I, I failed my concentration a moment ago. There are new unearthed arcanas, new designs coming out with si- things similar to Magic Initiate that is saying it basically just adds it into your spell list, functionally. When is that going to come out? <laughs> <laughs> it was in an unearthed arcana from, like, this week, or last week. Okay. I've been considering making that apply to your regular magic initiate also. Oh, but keep talking. I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's a problem power-wise. Yeah. Does anyone else have an issue with doing that? No, I don't think it's too overpowered at all. I think we could use a little help here. It doesn't add it to your spell list for things that require it to be on your list, but it means you can cast it with ordinary spell slots if you have any. I have two left. So I think we can allow that. Yeah. All right. I've always thought it was a little bit weird anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to hex for strength Bojo with a bonus action. And then I'm going to extra attack him. That's 11 plus 6, 17 to hit. Hit. Fortunately for you, he is unarmored since he was asleep. Sweet. And my damage is now a D8 plus 4, right? Because of the gauntlets? 
the gauntlets. Yes. The gauntlets of ogre strength. Cause the gauntlets, Tokus. Well, I rolled a one, so that's five damage. <laughs> and you should have a plus seven to hit. Oh, you're right. It's four plus three. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, next attack. That is also... Oh, that's an 18. I also rolled 11, but it's plus 7. Okay. That time was better. That is 10 damage. Oh, wait, I'm not, I'm not rolling my hex damage like a fool. Oh, dude. So, oh, another 6, and... Sweet. Another 4. All right. So that's 25. Wow. So you take two rapid sword slashes and cut across his chest a couple of times, and he staggers back, but he's still standing, breathing heavily. Oh, wow. God. Uh... I can't action surge, right, because I hexed. You can action surge. Oh, I can't action surge? Here we go. We really need him to go down. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to surge, and here we go. I'm going to attack him one more time. You can attack two more times. Right, but first attack to see what happens. 19 to hit. Hit, and yeah, your minimum damage brings him down. He has five oh, hit Okay, so. thank you. All right, and then I'm going to... We're not completely screwed. <laughs> I mean, we're still pretty screwed, but not completely. All right, sledgehammer. <laughs> so sledgehammer Sam... I'm going to go after next. <laughs> uh, with my extra attack. I don't want that to go to waste. And I'll skewer him too, although I can't move the hex. That is an 18 to hit. Uh, 18 hits. Wait, you can't move the hex? He already used his bonus action to cast it's it. It's a bonus action to move. Oh, that's right, right, right. right. Yeah, just like, just like your Hunter's Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I deal 8 damage. It's a pretty, it was a lot of from Tokus just now. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's coming towards you and surrounding you and blasting you, and then you just pull out your sword, charge it with dark energy, and unleash swirling <laughs> blades everywhere. Tearing <laughs> uh, <laughs> down yeah. their master archer and digging into one of the big thugs in front of you. Thank goodness. Let loose the armored gnomish battle. <laughs> it's like I'm a real fighter now, guys. Keep it up, Tokus. You are a real fighter. Aslo, did you see me? Aslo? 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 Uh. He never sees when I do something cool. <laughs> How am I ever going to get that raise? So true. Dang it, Aslo! How could you die right now? He's not seeing me be cool. <laughs> Alright, the wolf runs at Tokus, and... The wolf? Where did a... Where, there's a wolf? Sorry, not wolf. Dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, dang, there's a wolf, guys! <laughs> Suddenly. It's it's wolf-like. Dogs are like wolves. They are. They're similar. Okay. They're both canine. So the, the dog runs at Tokus and tries to bite but misses. Then the guy that's being attacked by Stripey turns and tries to skewer him. I can't tell if this combat is going poorly or not. I'm pretty sure it was going very well at first, and now it's going very badly. <laughs> He unleashes a flurry of blades of his own, but only hits once, and Stripey takes seven points of damage. Oh, thank Kabaki. Next is... One of those two guys. Sledgehammer Sam and the other. <laughs> and Soup, whatever you named him. Oh, yeah, Soup... Stew uh, Pot. Stew Pot Stew. Stew Pot Stew. stew. <laughs> yes, both of them attack you, and... Do I get hit at all? They both miss. Your armor's too good. I am very glad. Armor's too strong for blasters. Zane <laughs> 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 made a Star Wars reference, everybody. We've stopped We've made the it. Stop, yeah, stop the show. Stop we the made podcast. it. We're done. <laughs> We've arrived. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. This has Our been the Damage Guild Podcast. Uh, <laughs> that was two in one episode. 
Was it really? I must have missed the last one. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, when when you started singing the theme song, when uh, Jay I'm reached yeah, out nice. and Spike growth. Yeah. Spike growth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So another flurry of crossbow bolts later, and the only results are two hits on Shaba. Rutro. Okay, I'll make two concentration checks. Uh, okay, I failed. I was going to drop my spike growth this turn anyway, because they've wised up to it. I'd rather just mark and start doing some damage. Yeah, it's fine. All right, so you take nine points. You do have your stone's endurance if you wanted to use it on that. Yeah, it's worth using it for that. Is it nine points in one hit, or is it split? Because if it's split, he can't That's split in one hit, the, oh. and then the other one does another two points. All right, so I get I block eight of that with stone's endurance, and the other one does two, you said? Yeah, so a total okay, of three. So total of three. All right. And back to Shava. Yeah, no, nobody else can drop, I think. Yeah, so did you say that the guy that Stripey is attacking looks stronger than the others? Yeah, at least tougher. And he, you, the way that he was flailing at Stripey, he looks pretty skilled, too. Okay. Should I focus fire on that guy, or should I just start trying to take down Mooks? You should heal Aslo. I, I can't. I'm, I don't have, A, I don't have a spell to heal you, and B, oh, I'm a million miles away from you. Oh, I went left, you went right. I could have sworn you relearned the heal spell, and you gave yeah. up the talks with animals thing. I did not. I was going to when I we reached level six. you did. Oh, okay, next level. <laughs> Which we have not reached yet. Party members do have healing potions, as I recall. I don't remember who. Uh, I think true. I was holding one. I could toss it to him. Yeah, I think Tokus has it. Even if so, I am approximately 200 and some feet away from Asla. <laughs> so. Yeah, not exactly in range. In fact, actually, I might have drank that when we were fighting the big scary... You might have. And you didn't buy more with your cheaper prices in town? Did you mark it off that you drank it? I don't specifically remember you drinking it. I don't remember you drinking it either. I, I think you were going it. to, but I don't know that you did. Anyway, my turn will be to... <laughs> I think I'm just going to start taking down mooks. Uh, Reducing the number of enemy actions is usually a good idea. Yeah. Can I get a visual on who looks the weakest? Um, give me a perception. Uh, 18. Yeah, you spot two of them look pretty weak, like they got hit hard by the spikes and might not have been that strong to begin with. The others don't look that much stronger, honestly. Okay. Uh, I will mark one of the two, okay. whichever one, and um, take a shot. Uh, that's a 21 to hit. Okay. Hit. Okay, for 11. Yeah, he drops instantly. Alright, uh, Stripey attacks his man. Uh, okay, he, that might hit. Uh, that's a... No, no, I don't think it does. It's a 15. It just hits. Oh, oh thank goodness. Okay. All right. Uh, six for 11. This is also one of the guys that was beside the fire, so he has actual armor on. Okay. All right, and then is it Stripey's turn next? Is that usually... It is now, since Azo's not in there. Okay, Stripey will take another bite at the dude. He got a 24 that time. And he'll do ten. He is going wild on this guy's legs. Just <laughs> <laughs> tearing at him. The guy's like, get off of me, you filthy beast. Yeah. Uh, Tokus. Go, Stripey. Go, Stripey. Go. <laughs> By the way, Aslo, feel free to chime in here with your strategy. As Brian, but not Aslo, because you're a yeah, well. yeah, I'm sorry. I wish I were closer. I wish I were playing Glum Grief Rock Bottom. 
my uh, dwarvish warlock from our bonus campaign for our Patreon. By the way, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash damage guild, uh, <laughs> in which I can heal at a distance because I have that cool yeah, little that, D6 pool. Yeah, because you're a celestial warlock, right? That sounds really exciting. Yeah, it, it is really exciting. We're on our third uh, mini arc of the, that campaign. That's a lot of mini arcs. Yeah, we're like nine episodes in, something like that. Um, but we've only released the first two. The third one's coming out next month, probably. Yes, they're coming. So it's going to be, it, I mean, it has been so far pretty awesome. Different characters, rotating DMs. Same world. A uh, whole new adventure, same world. Same quality of editing as you've come to expect mm-hmm. from the damage. And longer deal. episodes, too. That's they're true. Edited, oh, yeah. but they're How also, much longer are those episodes, Jay? They're running between 90 and 120 minutes. None of them have quite reached two hours yet, but they are quite a bit longer, so wow. bigger chunks of story. What can you do in 120 minutes? You could drive to another state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could commute to work. You could watch a movie while listening to our podcast. <laughs> you could eat a really, really slowly a, a meal. Yeah. Or if you've um, got a shorter commute, you could play it back at double speed. That's right. That's true. You could mm-hmm. run a marathon. Oh, yeah. That's, In two that's hours? Yikes, I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, yeah, check it out. I don't know. Awesome, I don't run. I don't know how long these things take. <laughs> yes, I am not that character, so unfortunately I cannot heal you at this distance, Aslo. That's too bad. Did you move any closer? Um, it's hard to to tell where like the tents are. I don't. I just don't want my line of sight to the dudes blocked if I start moving back towards where Aslo is. Plus, it's going to take a really long time to do that. Okay. I didn't move any closer to the camp, though. I'm still ninety feet away. So I will. You know what? I'll move thirty feet closer to Aslo as long as it doesn't obstruct my line of sight. Uh, sure, we can make that work. All right. Tukas? I can either move the hex to either Stew Pot, Stew, or Sledgehammer Sam. Okay. Which might make sense, because that was my last spell slot. By the way, I'm out of spells. Uh, <laughs> that I spent on the hex before I lose concentration on this. Or, uh, I could second wind and heal anywhere between 6 and 15 health points. I'm at 17 currently. I would, Im- I would go for dealing more damage to more people, however that manifests. Okay, so not healing. So maybe dropping myself. I am at 17. I think you're okay because your armor class is so high. All right. I think you're not only our tank, but you're also our DPS. At in, this at point? At this particular juncture. <laughs> yes. Okay. Tokus is, like, super strong now for some reason. All right, <laughs> yeah. so I will take the curse out of the felled uh, Bojo and move it to Sledgehammer Sam. Yeah. <laughs> As a bonus action. Wait, does Sledgehammer Sam look like he's in worse shape than Stewpot's do? Yeah, which one is... That's a good point. Um, no, but you are in melee, so if you were uh, to attack at range, you'd have disadvantage. Okay, right. So yes, just go with what you're doing. Okay, so I'm going to move that curse to Sam. That's a 19 to hit. Hit? Oh, that's a pretty healthy attack. That is 12. Okay. You give him a solid blow, but he is still up. <sighs> Another attack. Oh, no. 11. Ugh. Eleven hits. Wow. He doesn't have any armor on. Is that a barely hit hit? Uh, it must be. One more. Oh, this isn't a very good hit, though. That's uh, ten. That is enough. Your second swing brings down the big brute in front of you. Wow. I love how now ten is not very good for you. You would have killed to do <laughs> ten damage a, a level or two ago. <laughs> yeah, I got a huge 
between extra attack and the firebolt and the everything. Yeah. Big boost at level five. It's all coming together now, guys. You're not the fighter we have, Tokus. You're the fighter we need. But don't deserve. <laughs> but you're also the fighter we have. I mean, in fairness, you guys all got super stronger too, right? Not just me. It was it was just you. (laughs) We didn't gain anything. (laughs) I guess maybe that's the thing with fighters; they just have to live long enough in the story to get to fifth level and get extra attack, and then they're great. But they're terrible before then. (laughs) Eldritch Knight's especially terrible. I have three spell slots. First thing that happens is the dog attempts to bite you. And hits. Oh no, concentration. Yikes. If you would like to, you could still try casting shield. I believe you have a spell left. I don't have any spell slots left. I long strided and then I hexed twice. Mm. I only have three okay. spell slots. And that's everything. So my break concentration, I rolled a one. So you lose your hex. Oh. Uh, okay, it hits you for nine points of damage and make a strength save. Okay. Shouldn't be hard with, with your gauntlets. So I, I, I added my proficiency for this save, right? Yeah. Okay, You've so... You've got a plus seven to this roll. Yep, so that's going to be 19. Okay, you're fine. Well, except for the damage. Yeah, I was going to say. So I am <laughs> at eight. And then the other leader-looking guy is again tearing into Stripey, and he stabs him once with a dagger and slashes him again with a sword. Stripey takes a total of nine points of damage. Yeah. Stu, as you have named him. <laughs> Bandit number six, Wh- whatever. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he seems like he's really a lousy shot with that. Actually, he's not in the spikes anymore, so why is he still using the crossbow? Well, wasn't he engaged with me if he moves? Yeah, he closes in with you and pulls out his melee weapon, which he's better with, and he does manage to hit once for another seven points of damage. <sighs> On that one. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Yep, I don't think we're going to make it out of this one, boys. <laughs> Still holding. Five more crossbow bolts come from the remaining bandits. Oh, good night. There's so many of them. Too many. How could that many bandits fit on one wagon? <laughs> <laughs> You're assuming they all were on the wagon. Yeah, I am. Does Aslo possibly get up anytime soon, or is it just like the like the 30-minute recovery thing? I'm just stable. Yeah. Yeah, you're automatically stable. That is the disadvantage. There's no chance of rolling a natural 20 waking up automatically. That's such a low chance. No chance of rolling a natural 1, so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's uh, the advantage. <laughs> Actually, only one of the other bandits hits. Hits Shaba for 4 points of damage. Okay. And it's back to Shaba's turn. Alright, so you said there was one other weaker looking dude? Yeah. Alright, I'll try to shoot him. Is Stripey close to anybody? the extra attack? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get to his after. Uh, that's a 19 to hit. Hit. Okay, for 9 damage on that guy. That brings him down. Nice. Okay, Stripey attacks his dude that he's on. Uh, nope, he misses. He got a 12. Well, 12 might hit. There were a few that were that. Do you continue to move closer towards Aslo? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I'll, I'll move towards at this point, you're basically going to have to bypass the melee if you wanted to move closer. Uh, yeah, no. Um, I'll just stay where I am then. Um, yeah, Stripey missed again with a 13. Okay, already back to Tokus then. Can I item interaction and toss the healing potion to Shaba? To me? Well, I can't move right now. I'll incur attacks. I think it's an action to try to throw it to him. It might be worth it. I don't know. 
I'm still really far away from Asla. Okay, well, we're gonna. I'm gonna second wind. This is a really important roll, guys. This could be a lot of healing. You could load the healing potion into your Violapult. Violapult and shoot it into Asla's mouth. I could also <laughs> lo- I could load the healing potion into my bloodstream, <laughs> which might actually be worth it. Um, I, I also forgot to announce, Thane, to you that I know we'd said that I was alchemizing my potions when any time that we rested. Does that have an effect here? It's been more than an hour since you last rested. Okay, it's been more than an hour. And that counts as an action to uncork and drink, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So Okay, so I could heal heal on myself. I would allow you to, as an attack, shoot the healing potion at Aslo. Into, into Aslo? <laughs> What? Yes. Do you think we would allow that? Since he's got something that's built for launching vials, I mean... It is a vial. Maybe throw in, like, some sort of a check or something. Well, it's an attack roll. If you hit him... <laughs> yeah, does it have an effect if it seeps into his skin, though? Yeah. As opposed to him drinking it. Well, no, so that would depend on what I put it on. Like, what if it's, like, a weird, like, experimental thing that Tokus has been working on? It's got, like, a bunch of syringes on the outside. <laughs> You know, I think just because you're Tokus, you're an alchemist, you're an inventor, you have a Vilapult and everything, if you hit right. someone with your healing potion, I will allow it to count as a healing potion. <laughs> Sweet. However, because he's lying prone in the forest, you would have disadvantage on your attack roll, which means there's a good chance you would just miss entirely. Mm. I have disadvantage on this attack? Because he's at a distance and prone. I'm guessing that if you miss, it smashes into the ground and it's like done, right? Yeah. Uh, use your session inspiration for this shot, Tokus. Of course. Of course. So, Tokus whips open his trench coat <laughs> and pulls delicately, because it's spiky, an interesting-looking experimental vial. Shaba, I've been working on this! Uh-oh. And it's got, like, several syringes poking out of it, like, kind of like an octopus vial. <laughs> and I'm going to delicately fill it with the healing potion that I've uncorked, and... Insert it into the Violapult. <laughs> Hope this thing works. I haven't tested it yet. Here we go. Inspiration. So inspiration gives you advantage, right? Which means it cancels out the so disadvantage. That just negates mm-hmm. the, yeah. So it is a normal attack against Asla's armor class. I'm switching dice. <laughs> this is important. Pull out the big guns on this one. Here we go. Maybe the most important role in Damage Guild history. <laughs> there have been a lot of those. <laughs> Can you do it. Yeah, that's true. We've had we've had several. What do I need to get? You need to hit me on a 16. No. 14. Just kidding. Oh, the tension. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, the come tension. On. Don't botch it, shame. Please. You've got a total attack bonus is plus four. So that is actually only a 55% chance. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I should just drink the healing potion. They are expensive. It's up to you. Gold doesn't matter right now. Gold always matters, Shaba. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying on the ground, Dazla. Of course it doesn't matter. I've played XCOM before. 55% is not good. 55 is really bad. Of course, the other option is simply make your two attacks against the enemies and not take as much chance of damaging yourself later. I could drink the potion, heal myself with the bonus action. I could bonus action, heal myself, extra attack, try to take out some more of these guys on me. How about you second win first and see what that gives you? Maybe that'll help you decide. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good idea. Hmm. Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, that is 12. That's on the high end. Okay, so that brings me up to 13. That's still not very much help. 
right next to you, there's just Stu and the dog. And then there are four other bandits scattered around the camp, two of them wounded, and there's the big tough guy attacking Stripey. How's your HP, Jay? Um, so there are a total of seven enemy combatants right now, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, my health points are fair to Midland. I'm at about half. Okay. Most of the enemies are pretty badly wounded. Yeah, Stripey's doing okay. I mean, I'd be willing to take a risk here, because this experimental vial would be super mega cool. It would. But I should probably just kill Stu. Probably, yeah. What do you guys think? I vote for the kill. Do you have a double attack? I have, I still, I can do that every turn. Okay. Since I'm allowing you to shoot the potion as an attack, you could technically take one attack and see if that kills him, and then maybe shoot. Ah. Oh, you're saying use this as my bonus? There we go. Uh, my ah. double attack? Bonus attack, okay. yeah. Okay. All right. All right, I like where this is heading. All right, so I'm going to try to stab Stu. Okay, so that's 16. 16 hits? I got a two, so that's six. Okay, six is not a very strong hit. He is still standing. How's he looking? He's very weak. Very weak. I mean, he's been peppered with bolts and arrows and now stabbed. This is a toughie. This is a toughie. I'm tempted to do the experimental thing. Of course you are. You're Tokus out. <laughs> all right. All right. So he's going to load up this weird octopus <laughs> syringe oh file. Oh, boy. Here we go. Into oh. the vial of Pult, And I turn around and I say, Aslo, we need you. <sighs> Don't botch it. Don't mess uh, it up. That, my friends, it's... A four? Oh, is that a four? Four. That is a four right there. That was a four. Uh. Your last-ditch attempt to try to save Aslo has gone awry as the vial flies off and shatters against a nearby tree. Chariots of Fire starts playing in the background. Oh, God. <laughs> oh no. Shards of glass fly into Aslo's face and scar him forever. <laughs> Blind him permanently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he becomes Gambit or, like, uh, Daredevil. <laughs> so, unfortunately, the attempt fails. Man. Wasn't I double disadvantaged, actually? I had people in melee with me. Yeah, but only one disadvantage matters. Okay. That was unfortunate. It's back around to my turn. It sure was. <sighs> Still a cool thing to try, and yeah. I'll let you do that in the future. It was worth it just for the drama. Yeah, maybe I'll have to make another one. <laughs> it's almost like we need to hire some more people to come with us. Like Nibrin. <laughs> <laughs> Nibrin! <laughs> I choose you, Nibrin. And then we, like, our relationship with Olaf gets better and we, like, hire him to come with us, too. <laughs> Serve us drinks. I bet he's a brawler. I bet, he, I bet he's a wrestler. Wrestling master. I bet if we asked him, he has, like, one of those belts that you win from wrestling. Oh, yeah. In the back room. Why don't you tell us about your past, Olaf? No, we, sh we should hire the Drake. He'd be great. He probably knows some stuff, yeah. The Drake would be awesome. If he wanted to be an adventurer anymore. For this round of attacks... Stu swings and hits you for six points of damage. Ooh. Ouch. The leader attacking Stripey hits for ten points of damage, divided between two attacks. Oh. And everyone else misses with their crossbows. Whew. That's very good. Shaba? All right. Let's say, just for the sake of argument, that I wanted to create a 20-foot circle around as many of our enemy combatants as possible. 20-foot radius? 20-foot radius. What would be the largest area, I mean, the largest number of enemies that I could encompass within that area? You could catch Stu, Stripey's target, and Stripey, um, and two of the 
other bandits that are still kind of around their tents. But Stripey would be caught in it as well. Yes. Alternatively, I think you could just catch the four bandits that are using their crossbows right now. Mm. The guy that Stripey's attacking looks pretty pretty beat up now, right? Marginally. He looks really strong, so he's not going to go down quickly. Okay. Uh, I'm going to shoot at him. Okay. Uh, let's say 26 to hit. Okay. For, oh, nice. Uh, 14 damage. Stripey will take his attack on him. Uh, wow. Okay, Stripey got there. 23 to hit. Nice. For uh, 9 damage. Okay. And then for Stripey's turn, uh, he misses. Crap. We're on a roll. On a roll. On a literal roll? That was still not bad. 23 damage between the two of you. Mm-hmm. All right, and that ends your turns, so took us. Yep. Okay, so Stu and the dog? Yeah. The yes. dog does definitely does not have very many hit points, but Stu needs to go down, obviously. Both of them look like they're on their last legs. All right, Stu first. Let's do this, Tokus. Is 16 to hit. Uh, hit, yeah. That is six more damage. Stu falls. Uh, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And his soup-covered face lands in front of your feet. Under any other circumstances, I would not say this, but kick that dog in the face and break <laughs> its neck. <laughs> <laughs> so I use my other attack on the, on the doggy? If you want. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Uh, ooh, 12 to hit. That's not enough. Uh, Shucks. I don't want to move away from him because he gets that free attack, so... Right. I am finished. Uh, I think both of us should keep an eye on what is the closest source of cover for us, because once we take out this dog and this other dude, we're going to want to move somewhere where we can hide from the crossbow guys and force them to kind of come out after us. One by one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shaba, for you, that would probably be the crates near the camp. Okay. And Tokus, the best you could do is either hide behind a tent or a tree. All right. Probably would rather pick a tree, because tents you can shoot. Yeah. How far away are those crates from me? 30 feet. Maybe a little less. All right. Stripey is attacked viciously for 18 points of damage. Yikes. That's going to bring him down, for sure. Stripe Master. In that case, is it... Does eight points bring him down? Uh, no. He is at nine. Okay. Well, then it takes both attacks. Okay, the dog missed. And four crossbowmen... One hits each of you. Tokus, you take three, and Shaba, you take nine. Oh. And we're back around to Shaba's turn. Alright, I'm gonna shoot that one guy that just killed Stripey. You jerk. Alright, uh, 15 to hit him. That just hits. For 11. He is looking pretty weak at this point. Probably one more solid hit. Alright. Stripey makes a death save. If I move into that cover after I shoot, am I moving closer to that guy? Not really. You're moving sideways in relation to him. I want to move into some cover where I'm moving away. Cover from the the archers that I'm moving away from that guy also. The crates are probably your best bet. It's like five feet farther away from him, maybe. And then it's the only solid cover from the archers. But they're crossbows, right? So they're at long range. I just want to move 30 feet back. Okay. All right, so Stripey makes his death save, and he passes. Okay. One success. Tokus? I gotta finish this dog. 15 to hit. Hit. 
And you bring down the dog. Alrighty. Got four hit points left. So you crush its head and bury it in the earth. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> well, get into some cover. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Don't worry. Could I use the other attack? Just like something generic? Generic? I'll load my rapier into the vial of pulse shooting. <laughs> Can't you just fireball? Isn't that a cantrip? Cantrips are a separate thing. So you can either uh, attack with your sword or attack with your crossbow. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, can I... I've, I, mean, I remember how I broke apart that to turn it into the Vilapult, and I've never needed before... This is the conversation you and I were having the other day when I was asking you about the implications of becoming level 5 and the extra attack thing. Do I still have my bolts from way back before I deconstructed the Vilapult, or no? I guess not, no. Okay. Because that might be good. Here here would be a spot where I could fire off a normal ammunition. Yeah, mm-hmm. but saying that it has the power to both launch bolts and launch potions... It's a little much. It's a little much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little too versatile. If you wanted to try to do something with that second attack against the leader that just took down Stripey... you saying walk over there and finish him off and then still try to get in cover? Uh, the best cover you could get then is hiding behind a tent, where they wouldn't be able to see you, but they could still try to shoot through it or work their way around. I would just try to f- get further away from him and get into cover, so you're not just taking a volley. So you're saying cover, like, better cover like the tree. Don't bother trying to finish off that guy? Yeah, because he still has, like, at least a couple moves before he gets to me, so I'm hoping that my next shot can take him down before he gets close enough. Is it possible I could move close enough to whip him? What is that, 15 feet, 10 feet? That's the spell. No, 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 not, not lighting luring. My whip, my just try to hit him with the whip because i'm a lot i'm a lot stronger now with the gauntlets mm. just, you could do that it, you'd have to drop your sword to pull out the whip it, that's fine it's weapon bonded i can just use my bonus action to oh yeah that's right <laughs> okay yeah so can i walk close enough just to whip him whip him and then try to get into the cover yeah you won't be very far away from him after that but you could make it to a tree okay yeah, if you could make it to a tree, it's probably worth it. All right, so the problem with this is whipping is dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> it's a finesse weapon, so you pick. Yeah. Ooh. Oh! Wow! Reach with finesse? Nice. All right, so I will use strength for obvious reasons. Give him a nice crack with this whip. <laughs> yeah. Whip him real good, please. Whip it good. <laughs> whip him no, whip good. Oh, I rolled a 20. Yes! Crit! Nice! Yes. Critical whip. <laughs> Critical whip! Why didn't we name the podcast that? Critical whip? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> how many times has that ever happened in the history of D&D? <laughs> Critical whip? What happens? I have some D4s. Roll the two D4s. Roll okay. the dice. And then I'll tell you what and happens. Clearly you will Indiana Jones him. <laughs> so I rolled a collective four points. Ah. Wah, wah, wah. Plus four from your strength. Plus four from my strength. Oh, yeah. That's eight. Doesn't bring him down, does it? <sighs> no. So your whip lashes across his face and arm, and you can tell he is barely hanging on. Oh, man. <laughs> that son of a gun. I think critical whip needs to become Tokus's new uh, catchphrase. <laughs> and then you run behind a tree. I'm going to run behind a tree, and I'm going to weapon bond to get my... Summon my Hibapia. Hmm. There you go. That way you're armed. Hey. Hey there, little friend. <laughs> the leader is... Flummoxed? <laughs> Perplexed? Conflicted? <laughs> At this point, you've taken out, like, half their group. 
There's nothing like a morale check in D&D that I'm aware of. They used to have it in older editions, but it's all just DM decisions now. It'd be useful right now. His mindset is, at this point, there's no escape for him. So he runs forward and tries to attack Tokus. Swings at you with his sword twice, and those are both terrible. Oh, thank goodness. And that wasn't any better with his dagger. Wow. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Man, whoa. like a ninja. Those were all, like, six or below on the dice. Wow. Yeah, he doesn't do anything effective. And then bandits start shooting at you. Chaba. Wait, they're shooting me? They're dividing their fire between the two of you. They have disadvantage against me because I'm too far away. Right, for me, I just have cover. Yeah, you have cover. I have, they have disadvantage against me. And with that, actually, they would probably focus on Tokus, since he's slightly easier to hit. How much cover does the tree give him? It's not a huge tree, and they can kind of work their way around to the side to get a slightly better angle. Oh, okay. I'm giving it a plus two. It's not like I'm prone against the back of the tree. I'm in combat with some guy. Yeah, that too. So Yeah, okay. Mm. I was just thinking the tree was bigger. Trees are usually bigger than me, Shaba. <laughs> yeah. However, thanks to the tree, none of them hit you. One of them would have hit with oh. not for the cover. Shaba. I'm going to use my session inspiration and take a shot at the leader. Don't forget you also have the rabbit foot. Maybe that's better to spend than the inspiration. Um, yes, I will use the... I will rub the lucky rabbit's foot. I was debating between the two and... Yeah, but you're right. Well, I don't have to be right. I'm just remind. I was just... I just wanted to remind you of the... No, but the inspiration is slightly more versatile. Okay. Uh, best was a 22. It. And, uh... Brian, we need you. 13 damage. 13 damage against the leader. Yep. Yes, that drops him. He had one hit point left. After that whip attack. (laughs) Of course he did. And then I will run behind cover, behind those boxes. Um, Okay, you can run forward behind the crates. Yes. Chab, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay, Tokus. I'm pretty beat up. You are? Why don't you drink your healing potion? (laughs) Uh, I kind of... I tried to shoot it at Aslo. You did what? <laughs> Wait, how did I not <laughs> we'll see that? We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Sorry, I was kind of over here. I need to get to Stripey, and you need to get to Aslo. Quick. I'll try. Oh, yeah, Stripey needs to make his death save, and then it's Tokus' turn. Uh, that's a failure. So he has one success, one fail. Tokus? You said it's an action to throw something, right? Yeah. Tokus, how far apart are we, Tokus, right now? <sighs> what are you trying to throw? You're behind the crates, and he's behind a tree. You're about... 40 feet apart. Do you still have your wheelies up? Mm-hmm. Wheelies make me move 35. Oh, they do. Okay. Do you want to come over to me and take this wand of web out of my pack? It's a clever idea. If I lean over? Couldn't you also use the wand of web? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'd rather just attack because my ranged attack is potent. Uh, so if you web all these guys... They are restrained, and then we get advantage against them, and they have disadvantage against us. That's a great idea, but, I mean, can you, I don't know if you can toss that the remaining five feet to me. I can lean over. Is that close enough? Is five foot <laughs> close enough for him to item interaction? I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to come over to Shaba. Shaba, what are you talking about? This web? What? Wand? The sticky, icky wand in my pack. Oh, yeah. Take it out and blast them with it. Okay, well, lean over and turn around so I can get to your pack. I, I am. I'm literally, I'm like bent over backwards for you, Tokus. <laughs> Not the first time either. <laughs> okay, at this point, both of you are behind the crates. Yeah. And you're in pretty good cover here. Okay, so I will grab the wand, and I will aim. 
blast. How does this thing work? I don't know how. I need an instruction manual on this thing, Shaba. What do I do? You look at a point and you say, that's the point where this web's going to go. And then that web goes there. Can I center it? Is there a particular strategic spot for this webbing? Can I get all of the archers or not? Two of them are inside the camp and two of them are just outside. So you could pick either group to hit. Which one's been hit less? Actually, Jay, you're really good at thinking about ranges. Which, which group do we need to have the disadvantage on? Whichever one is trying to flank us. The one that's like more to the side. I'd imagine it's the ones that are outside the camp. The ones outside the camp are probably closer to that position. Yeah, the ones okay. outside the camp then. So I will aim and spider Amis. Okay. And make <laughs> web saves, right? Uh, correct. Uh, one failed. Okay. Brian, let us know how we're doing. You're, you're welcome to chime in on the strategy here. <laughs> uh, I think you guys are doing the best you can. <laughs> this is a clever idea, Jay. That's what I was debating doing a, a couple of turns ago, but Stripey would have lost his attack because technically casting web with the wand is not making the attack action. So I was thinking about getting all four of them. Yeah, I was going to say maybe maybe Aslo or myself should be the one with the wand. Yeah. I, I don't know, maybe, because I didn't think about the implication of you holding the wand reducing Stripey's damage output. Mm-hmm. One of the bandits in the camp sees the web come out of the crates, and after seeing all of his companions fall, he decides to just run for it, and he starts running off into the woods. The other three are startled at him running, but are holding the ground a little bit longer and try to attack. Uh, The one in the webs is stuck and can't move any closer. Actually, he's going to try to break free. This is good. It does break out. It's a good distraction. The other one slowly works his way through, and it's half speed, so he can't quite make it out of the webs in one movement. But then he takes a shot. Wait a second. Is Shaba close enough for me to protect her? Yes, you're right next to him. I'll Uh, use my reaction to protect Shaba. Sweet. I rolled the exact same thing, both 19s. So even with a plus 5 from your cover, that will still hit. Mm. Wow. So he does hit you for seven points of damage. All right. And the remaining guy doesn't do anything effective. Shaba's turn. Well, we should stay together so I could maybe continue to protect you. Yeah, good good thinking. But with the one guy fleeing and the other guy caught in the web, it doesn't look like these people are excited to continue fighting, especially with all of their other allies gone. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll make sure of that. Yeah, we are, we are very co- excited to continue fighting. Um, <laughs> wh- is there still a guy caught in the web? Uh, he broke out, but both of them are still standing in the area, so they could get caught again. So it's every turn they have to redo that check? Yeah, if they start yeah. their turn in the web, they make a deck save. He made his way most of the way out of it. Okay. I will attack the, whichever guy I feel like can see me the best behind these crates. Okay, probably the one that was coming around from the webs. Wait, Jay, did you mark at some point? Yeah, I'm moving my mark. Okay. Uh, that's a 10 to hit. Not very good. Uh, miss. Uh, and then I want to duck down behind the crates so that I can't be seen at all. Because I don't want to keep getting a shot. Yeah, I'd say dropping prone will give you full cover. Oh, they're that low? It's not like a big stack of crates. Well, crouching isn't quite low enough, and you're a big guy. It's They're just kind of a few crates here, maybe one or two high. Okay. I mean, we're not moving anyways, so... Okay, yep. I'll go prone. Your GoPro. 
<laughs> I've got a, I've had a GoPro strapped to my forehead this entire combat. It's going to be <laughs> epic when we watch the footage later, guys. If we get to watch the footage, Shaba, yeah. focus. All right, sorry. All right. So what you're always telling me, focus, tokus. Focus, tokus. No, that's that's Aslo. Aslo is telling oh, me yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, focus. <laughs> I do say that. I hear Aslo's disembodied voice in my head saying, focus, tokus. Stripey uh, passes his death save. So that's two successes, one fail. Tokus? Good. We're not going to be able to get over and help him. Hopefully Stripey doesn't roll a one, though. Yep. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to duck outside the crates, and I'm going to lob a fireball at the one that's not limited. That was a four. So how does, uh, how does a ten do? That's a miss. All right, so I'm also going to hunker behind the crates. Should I also prone? Does that help me, or am I short enough? You can probably crouch. Yeah. I want to be able to use my reaction if they go after Shaba. So I would need to not be prone to do that, correct? You can still react if you're prone, but you're fine just crouching. Okay, crouched. Done. Jay, we got any other tricks up our sleeves? Brian, you got any thoughts? No, I don't think so. It would be a real shame to go down at this point. Yeah. So you can't actually see what's happening because you're in f- total cover. All right. One guy makes it around to the side of the crates and takes a shot. He's going to shoot at Shaba. Okay. With disadvantage, and he misses. You're not sure what the other two are doing. That could be anything. I mean, they could have ready shots. We don't know. Shaba? All right, I'll stand up, shoot at that guy. 15 to hit. Hit. Uh, for 14. And you one-shot him. All right. Straight through the heart, and he falls to the ground. Ouch. And how far away am I from Stripey? 30-ish feet. But, Jay, you were prone. Yeah, I stood up. I know, I'm just figuring out whether I want to go prone again. I could get to Stripey. That's true. Why don't I just stay here and keep shooting, and you make your way over to Stripey? Does that work? I mean, I can try, but remember, I'm at four. If he's close enough, and you're not going, then I am. I will inch my way along the boxes so that I will be within 30 feet of Stripey next turn, if I'm not already, and then I will crouch. Stripey needs to make another death save. All right. That is a natural 20. He's up. He wakes up. Hey. All right. <laughs> okay. okay. That worked out well. We totally should rescue Stripey. Oh, look, he's up. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> so how many hit points do you get back? One hit point. One hit point. All right. Well, he'll soak an attack. <laughs> and then it starts all over again, the, the death save? Yes. <laughs> the yep. death save results are cleared when he wakes up. Yeah. That's awesome. So he's awake with one hit point. And Tokus' turn. <sighs> okay, so there's two archers, supposedly. Did we get a look? Oh, uh, yes. As Shaba stands up, you can see that one of them that was in the web has made his way out. Actually, both of them that were in the webs made their way out, but you already killed one of them. And the other guy who is wounded and not running away before has started to run. Okay, well, I'm going to go after the one that's still fighting us. <laughs> you don't know that he's still fighting. He just spent his whole turn getting out of the webs. I'm not going to take that chance. Yeah, the one that is not running. Fireball. Clearly. 17. Hit. Oh, 13. That is exactly how many hit points he had. Yes! (laughs) Boom! He falls back, flaming into the spider webs, and they catch fire from him. All right, and then he burns up. Awesome. They do 2d4 damage to him. (laughs) So, two bandits have fled, and you have wiped out the rest of the camp, except for the one person still cowering by the fire. What? There's still a person cowering by the fire. Where did they come from? Before I end my turn, I want to try to converse with him. Hey, you there. There's three of us and only one of you. Drop your weapons. 
I have no weapons. Please help. You hear, it sounds like a young girl's voice. Oh. What? Damsel? In distress? In distress? Stand up with your hands in the air and approach us slowly. I can't. I'm tied up. What? Oh. Oh. All right, well, hang on. Let's get Aslo. She does kind of struggle and make her way to her feet, but it looks like her hands are tied behind her back. We need to get Aslo up on his feet, and we need to sweep the camp. Yeah, let's let's administer first aid to Aslo. Yeah. What's your medicine check, Jay? I have not very... Oh, it's a uh, plus two. Yours is, yours is better than mine. All right, I administer first aid to Aslo. Dad, Dad, wake up! <laughs> Uh, tw- that's a 21, actually. It's pretty good. My son? Is it you? It's really you. Dad! I was so scared. Oh, I'm sorry you dropped so early in the combat there, Brian. I know, man. Oh. It's such a bummer. That's one disadvantage to splitting up. Yeah, that's true. I'm really concerned about Aslo, but I'm also concerned about picking up that lightning bow on my way over to Aslo. <laughs> so can I do that? Sure, swing a little bit outside of the direct path. I'm going to put that sucker on right over the shoulder. All right, let me give you its visual description here. Mm, tasty, tasty visuals. So the <laughs> shaft of this longbow is carved of a pale yellow wood with an unusually jagged grain running its length. The tips of the bow are blackened as if they had been burned. <laughs> mm, that's great. How does it work? Does it just shoot lighting anytime he shoots an arrow? Who knows? We'll find out when we get back to the guild. I have it identified for a reduced rate of only five gold. Anyway, Aslo, how are you doing? How are you doing right now? Am I awake? I never remember the rules on waking up. He's already stable. Yeah, I administered a medicine check of a 21. So did we not need a medicine check him? He was already stable. I don't remember how long it takes, but let's say a few minutes pass and he wakes up. Aslo, okay. Huh. Thank goodness you're okay. Oh my gosh, I, I am. We were so worried about you. Can you heal us? <laughs> I've never been so low on hit points before. It's weird. <laughs> it is. It's a strange sensation, isn't it? I don't it? think I've ever, I don't, maybe dropped like once before. <laughs> maybe? What did you see while you were on the other side? I saw floating in front of me giant rutabagas. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> I don't know oh, why. No. <laughs> oh, that, well, that could be either heavenish or a hellish situation. The jury's <laughs> yeah. still out, I think. Uh, yes, I do have several spell slots still available. I could, <laughs> I could heal us all. <laughs> I really missed you, Aslo. Thank you, my son. <laughs> Just a quick question. We're all low. Do you have any sort of bardic way to like regenerate our health collectively as an AOE sort of thing? I could like play a song of rest when we rest, so that's an option. Ah, I like that. <laughs> Just so happens we have a camp all made up for us, and there's breakfast on the fire. Oh, hey, look at that. Hey, how's, is there still some stew? Probably. They barely got to eating it before we... It's probably burned by now, though. No, it's probably perfectly cooked. It's probably bubbling and re- hot and ready. <laughs> let's go over there and uh, sw- let's sweep the camp. Let's make sure there's nobody left sleeping in the tent somehow. And then we'll untie the girl as long as she's being honest with us. I'll use my empathic check on her. And then uh, let's investigate and see what we got on our hands here. Sounds good to me. So we do all that. (laughs) Okay. You look through the camp. There's no one left alive other than the girl that you can see. The tents themselves are pretty bare bones. They have simple sleeping bags or cots in them. A handful of weapons, maybe a couple of extra daggers and swords here and there, but mostly just what they were using. There are some suits of leather armor 
things that they didn't have time to put on before the battle. And you do find they had coins either in bags on their bodies or just around the camp. So you gather up a good amount of cash if you want to write that down. Aslo does want to write that down. I do. Very much so. Three platinum pieces, 98 gold. Hey, we did get paid for this adventure after all. (laughs) (laughs) It only nearly cost us our lives. All good endeavors do to this. 210 silver and 649 copper. Whoa! You also note that a few of them are wearing little bits of jewelry, like a common ring or an earring or things like that. Mm. Cut those fingers off. Let's get those rings. (laughs) Yep, cut the (laughs) earlobes as well. Just rip it right off that body. Yep. It's relatively cheap, but you could probably get a few gold for them collectively. I check anybody for gold teeth. I mean, we could count that in with the rest of the jewelry. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Sure, you find a gold tooth. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So you sit down and scoop yourselves some stew in the bandit's bowls <laughs> and untie the girl. Uh, were you a prisoner of theirs? Yes, they kidnapped me, I guess it must have been last night. Ah, uh, you were with the caravan that was going down the east road? Yes, yes. Did you see them? Were they okay? Uh, they look to be a little in, in poor shape, but we didn't actually talk to them. They hopefully are okay. I mean, we'll bring you back to them if that's what you want. Looked like they were stuck in the mud, but otherwise okay, I think. That is good to hear. Most of those crates over there belonged to our caravan, as well as those horses and the wagon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll gladly... We're not bandits ourselves. We'll gladly give back whatever they owned. We just want to take what the bandits had. Except if the lightning bow was part of your caravan. No, definitely we don't want to give back... I mean, what lightning bow are you referring to, Tuckus? And I stand up really straight and try to make it blend in with my tent poles. They're talking about that curvy stick that I snapped in two over there by accident? Yeah, that... I don't know what you mean. Yeah, nope. I'm so grateful to you for everything you've done. I didn't expect to run into wandering heroes on the road. Yeah, nobody ever does. What can we say? (laughs) My father would probably be willing to give you some sort of reward for everything that you've done. Oh, believe me, the reward of killing these bandits was quite enough. No, no, no. We will. No, it's perfectly fine. We'll accept any reward you want to give us, really. It's okay. Right. We might even ask for more of a reward, depending on how rich he's dressed, and I'm just going to stop talking. And how many rings he's wearing. We'll figure it out once we get there. I'll suss out the yeah. situation. Yep. Yeah, but, it's, but it's not like we're going to use you as a hostage to ask and you know extort more money out of him. No, we would never do such a thing. Mm. No. For now, we need to eat this breakfast, and then we need to rest, because we've been up all night. Mm. Yep. And then we'll saddle up and take you back to your folks. Having followed the trail once, you think you could probably make it back to the road in about two hours. All right. Would you be opposed to taking a long rest with us, young lady, so that we can... Yeah, I mean, not with us. Like, you can rest no, 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 outside yeah. of where we're resting. Well, I was not implying that, Tokus. That would be ungentlemanly. <laughs> the way that you phrased it was kind of ambiguous. I understand you need to rest, although I'm sure my family is worried about me, and I them... If at all possible, I would like to make it back there soon. Mm. We could do a short rest, get all our hit points back. Yep. And then we shouldn't encounter any trouble on the way back to the caravan. I sure hope not. All right, let's short rest. Let's do that real quick. Real quick and short. So play your song of rest, which means everyone gets an extra... Song of rest, song of rest, uh, an extra uh, D6. Nice. And Aslo, each of your hit dice is doubled in its effectiveness. Because of the periapt. 
Yes. Ah, yeah, that's right. Okay. And that's the full thing, so that includes doubling your constitution modifier. Wow. Wow. She introduces herself during this rest as Danette. Danette. Ah, I was going to make a joke about, like, giving her a D name because she's the damsel. (laughs) Danette the damsel. (laughs) In distress. I was going to call her Dana or something, but I, I, I stopped naming the NPCs after you seemed frustrated. (laughs) <laughs> Danette has been piling up all of the crates into the wagon and hitching up the horses, enough of them to pull, and gathering everything together to make ready for the departure. Okay, so she, she can hold her own. She seems used to that sort of work. You know, a merchant's daughter has to get used to mm. managing the wagons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice, so we wake up and it's like all basically ready to go? <laughs> yep. So you mount the horses, pack up the camp, and set off for the waylaid caravan on the road. All right.